Ciao, my name is Umberto Mucci and this is with the Italian News podcast about Italy during coronavirus times. Today is Thursday, December 9, 2021. To date, considering the Italian population over 12 years old, 88% has received at least one dose of vaccine, 84.9% is vaccinated with two doses, while 23.8% is the percentage of third doses received by those who are currently eligible. <clears throat> the contagion is increasing because we are in the middle of the fourth wave, but Italy continues to be among the European countries where the virus is more under control, although there is concern here too. In the last 15 days in Italian intensive care units, the unvaccinated, those who did not get the vaccine, have increased by 32%, while devaccinated, those who got the vaccine, have decreased by 33%. 50% of children hospitalized for COVID in Italy fall within the age range that will be eligible for vaccination, i.e. between 5 and 11 years old age. Uh, the start of the vaccination campaign for them starting next week will allow us to protect them as well. Vac vaccination sessions will be organized on a child-friendly basis with clowns, superheroes and centers with the goal of transforming the moment of vaccination into a party. Meanwhile, today Italy has exceeded 100 million doses of vaccine administered, the objective of the average of 400,000 doses per day set by the government for the new phase of the vaccination campaign is well exceeded. <clears throat> At this rate, the current reserves of 5.8 million doses would be enough for a dozen days, but the government is counting on the arrival of more than 10 million doses more before the end of the year, sufficient to meet the entire December vaccination audience, estimated at 14 million people. There is also another piece of news that could be very good, although since it is, it is experimental, we must speak with caution. But the revolution in the fight against COVID could come from a study by three Italian scientists published in the journal Pharmacological Research. The strategy devised by the three professors and researchers from the Italian Institute of Technology, the Scuola Superiore Sant'Anna in Pisa, and the University of Milan, aims to block the entry door of any variant of COVID-19 by protecting the, that part of the receptor that the virus uses to enter human cells. The researchers describe this technique with an example common to each of us. It is as if you put a mask in front of each cell to stop the virus. The experiments have been successful. The newly patented therapeutic approach represents the first piece of what could become a drug that can prevent COVID. I don't know how many of you know SPEED, the digital identity system that all Italians, including those who live abroad, can have by opening an account with a procedure that is not at all simple, not at all, but guarantees the necessary security when it comes to digital identity. Since November 15, SPEED has also been used to request certificates online, but in recent months it has been the green pass that has driven the spread of it all over Italy. In 2021, SPEED has reached 43% of the population, with 26 million identities issued at the end of last October, more than double those of the same period in 2020, then 12.2 million. This strong acceleration must not, must not, however, be halted if the objectives of the recovery plan are to be achieved, to have 70% of the population in possession of a certified digital identity by 2026. There are European countries, such as Sweden, the Netherlands and Norway, that have a rate of diffusion of digital identities double that of Italy, which ranks sixth in Europe after these countries and also after Belgium and France. 
It is not, however, only a problem of speed released, but also of how much they are used. It is true that this year, at the end of October, accesses to online services through digital identity were 431 million, three times more than in 2020. But each user used the speed on average 17 times in the year, against, for example, the seven per week of a Belgian user. And then there is the question of age. If in the age group between 18 and 24 years old, 87% of the Italian population has their own speed, the share drops to 34% between 65 and 74 years old and falls to 14% among the over 75s. <clears throat> Less problematic is the regional diffusion with 55% of the population in the Northwest in possession of the digital, digital identity, while in the center 54% have it, 45% in the Southern Islands and 44% in the Northeast. And talking about technology, Europe's tech industry is often imagined to lag behind that of countries like the United States and China, which are home to some of the largest global internet companies. Yet, European tech is about to cross the 100 billion investment capital milestone in a single year, nearly three times the level reached in 2020. In Europe, levels of early stage investment, the early stage of a startup, are now on par with those in the United States. In the past 12 months, the value of the technology stock market in Italy has touched $26.6 billion. Last year, it was at $14.5 billion. And this year, Italy has entered the top 10 European countries for public technology market capitalization. The founders of technology companies in Italy have gained their experience abroad. They are the so-called migrant founders who have gained experience in a unicorn outside their country. Italy has the highest share of these migrant founders, with 64% of founders having worked for a $1 plus billion company outside of Italy. Italy's tax system offers incentives for workers to move back to Italy, and this reason for success dovetails with the fact that the founders see great, poten great potentials in Italy and want to grow their business here. The rating agency Fitch, which in past years has always been very critical and severe with Italy, today instead promotes us by raising our rating and defining robust our economic recovery. Fitch's promotion comes after the positive evaluations expressed recently by other rating agencies uh, about Italy. The success of Italy today is also confirmed by the website politico.eu, according to which the head of the Italian government, Mario Draghi, is the most powerful person in Europe. According to this judgment, and I quote, Draghi is lending a significant gravitas to a country that has long punched below its weight in the European arena. Ever since Brexit, the European Union has lacked a third power player to counter Paris and Berlin. With Draghi, Italy as a leader that can drag the country into the heart of European affairs, just as German Chancellor Angela Merkel's departure opens up a space for him as the EU's de facto leader on economic affairs at the very least. End of quote. And speaking of positive reviews, I end this video by mentioning the six minutes of standing ovation received by the President of the Italian Republic, Sergio Mattarella, at the premiere of the opera season at La Scala in Milan. The applauding audience shouted several times, BIS, BIS, which means encore, and is usually shouted to singers who gave an excellent performance, but in this case, the public was referring to the hope that involves almost all Italians to convince President Mattarella to accept a second term in the Quirinale, as his term ends at the end of January 2022, and the appointment of his successor is a huge problem that Italian politics cannot find a solution for. 
This is a very complicated issue, as only Italian politics can be, to which I will dedicate a special episode of With Italian News in January. In the meantime, I greet you while I join the audience at La Scala in Milan, hoping for an anchor of President Mattarella at the Quirinale. Peace, please, President. Peace. It's all for now. It's all for today. Uh, please pardon these noises. You may uh, listen, but uh, in the apartment close to mine, uh, they're doing a renewal. Uh, my name is Umberto Mucci. This was with Italian News. I'll see you next uh, Monday. Ciao from Rome.